with the 21st and 22nd picks of the 2023 NBA draft, the Brooklyn Nets selected the power forward out of Alabama, Noah Clowney, and the shooting guard out of Duke, Derek Whitehead. Locked On's NBA draft coverage is brought to you by Bird Dogs. Go to birddogs.com slash locked on NBA and they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti style tumbler with every order. You won't want to take your Bird Dogs off. We promise you. Let's bring in our host of Locked On Nets, Doug Norrie. So Doug, to say the Nets are going to be a new look team yet again, this upcoming season is an understatement. But let's talk Noah Clowney first with Dorian Finney-Smith Already at the four, did this pick surprise you? Uh, I mean, as the draft wore on, it became pretty obvious. I think if you read some a bunch of pre-draft stuff, that this is where the Nets were going to go, at least with Clowney. Um, that they appreciated what he was going to bring on the upside portion of the court. Uh, I think that I'm not all that surprised, but I'm a little surprised in the macro version of what the Nets did or didn't do in this draft more than anything else. You mentioned Dorian Finney-Smith, but the pick of Clowney in particular. While he wasn't a guy that we were incredibly high on, but it was a guy that we talked a lot about coming into the draft because we thought there was some chance he was going to get there. It really wasn't all that surprising uh, on him, especially just from like sort of the Sean Marks mold of guys that he's liked to target in the past at times. So not all that surprised with the clowny pick. A little surprised with some of the non moves and obviously with the Derek Whitehead piece of it. Um, was also a guy that we actually had targeted right in this range as well. So not all that surprising uh, just from the, the, the player pick standpoint, uh, the team building standpoint. I mean, that's probably just a completely separate discussion, which we can obviously have. Yes, indeed. Indeed. Now with Clowney, you talk about the mold or kind of the prototype that the Nets are looking for. What do you see in his skill set that fits that prototype? So he can come in and play defense pretty quickly here in the NBA. The defensive profile looks pretty strong in terms of the length and agility. The overall athleticism and motor will be there pretty much from day one. I mean, he's still not even 19 years old. I don't think at this point coming off the season at Alabama, he, so from that standpoint, Marks is like try to target some of these guys that are projectable, at least on the defensive end in a switching scheme. He does look like he'll be able to do that. There's hope that the three-point shot is going to be there for him. It really wasn't at Alabama, but there's if you kind of do deeper dives into some guys and talking about the mechanics and stuff, and you can see it, the, it takes a little bit to get out um, once it's in the pocket, the shot that is, but it should get there. Now he only shot 28% from three. That's important on more than three attempts because he really has to be able to shoot threes. I, like the, really the only way to sort of project him sticking around here in the NBA. And this is the case for a lot of guys that fall into the 21 ish range, right? Everyone's got holes in the game, the things they need to correct his thing. The shooting is going to have to come around. There seems to be hope that it will, even if it didn't really in his time in Alabama, like I said, 28% from three, 65% from the free throw line, which is sometimes a good way to comp out uh, how the shooting is going to project. So there's definitely some concerns there, but I can see why the Nets kind of went this direction because they know they're going to get one thing at least or two things, defense, and he can get on the glass pretty well. Mm -hmm. um, and if the shooting comes around, then they really hit a home run, but it's a big if. And what did they get out of Derek Whitehead, especially when you look at not kind of knowing what's going to happen with the Mikhail Bridges situation? 
So with Whitehead, this is the real. This is a, a, a straight up upside play. If the draft had been a year ago and he had gone to Duke, he would have been so much higher, locked to go much higher in the draft. He had a really struggle with his freshman season at Duke. He injured his foot early in the process and really never recovered. And so the stats and really just the explosiveness of Duke weren't there. Again, this was a guy that was super heralded coming out of high school, one of the top recruits in the whole country. And there is a belief that the foot injury that he had surgery on prior to the season held him back. What we had Adam and I, my co-host on Lockdown Nets, had talked about sort of at length with Dariq is that, okay, so he had a second, he had a second foot procedure uh, not only only a few weeks ago, right? So it was to correct the first procedures, which didn't go well. The subplot here is that the doctor who did the surgery is the Nets orthopedist. Mm. So the belief here that we had was if the Nets selected him here and there had been some speculation that they would, that if they selected him, that, that, that meant they felt ultra confident with the second surgery because it was got their guy in-house, right? So that was sort of a subplot that we had talked about leading up into the draft. They were like, okay, if they take the reek here, it's a sign, one, that they feel like completely safe on the medicals because, again, it's their doctor. And that, two, if that's the case, then he, he could we could two or three years from now talk about him as one of the steals in the draft as like a combo guard because he really does profile to be an elite, elite player. It was just that this freshman season at Duke was, was, was pretty bad. But if it's just the injury then and it recovers, then you're looking at a pretty extreme upside. Indeed. And you always hope to get a steal late in the first round of the NBA draft. For more on the Nets, make sure you subscribe to the Locked On Nets podcast, wherever you get your podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Thanks so much, Doug.